And where you learn that from? Grand Theft Auto 3. Word, can I borrow that? You got a uh, PlayStation 2? No, I got Gamecast. Gamecast? <laughs> yeah, fix that, man. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Gamecast. Happy Friday, the new show where we bring you guys all the news that are happening in our industry. Of course, you have me, your host, Malls, and my two co-hosts, uh, Anime Hero 92 and Rager underscore Fiasco. First, hello, y'all. It's been a little while. It's, it's been some time. It's been, been a couple weeks, you know? It's it's weird when we take a week off. I feel like the pattern's kind of thrown off. And But listen, we had some super, super amazing stuff. You want to share it? Because I, I don't want to share it. You, you want to share it? Who, me? Uh, yeah, you. Oh, yeah, so um, I kind of got a house. Hell the fuck yeah! yeah. Hey. Yes. Yes, I just woke yeah. the shadow of my cat back there. Um, oh, should be all right. Should be all right. No, super, super. I mean, we're utmost congratulations to Gamecast member Howard on this incredible Thank accomplishment. Um, and and just he's he's moved in. I mean, there's still a lot to do as always. I a mean, lot. it's a whole a house. <laughs> um, but we are so happy for him. So we had to. We wanted to give the time to allow you know the moving so that this way everything can get done. Um, and uh, we're just, we're just, just, look at this expansion. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Um, so for everyone, just give your kudos and congratulations to, to, uh, Rager underscore fiasco. Um, we got to get the hats back (laughs) up when you get all set, man. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming, man. That's coming. Gotta find a new spot for it, but it's definitely coming. I do like the hat (sighs) wall. The hat wall is clean. (laughs) uh so let's you know look we already know what we're going to talk about we we already know what probably is the biggest topic of of today's game cast and you know it's it's the elephant in the room and i'll say you know at first i was going to say like well how deep do i dive into it or do we dive into it because for those who follow gaming it's all you hear right but but for the people who don't follow gaming like we do religiously, then I can understand where this might be a bit of a foreign topic. But at most, you may have seen some stuff. It's it's a situation for first, it is without a doubt the biggest, I guess we could call it a scandal. You know, it's however you want to look at it. But it's for sure the, the biggest, I would say, mishap um, of gaming in 2020 with no competition. Um, and it, it's so big that it did get the news went to beyond gaming outlets you know of course things were getting broadcasted from different news stations about what's going on so it's one of those situations that really do transcend our medium and and for that of course we got to talk about it i'm going to uh and for to just take the veil off of course we're talking about cyberpunk 2077 um i'm going to do a very very brief synopsis for those who truly are just unaware of what's going at all so CD Projekt Red, they are a Polish-based company. Uh, they are the ones who created the the Witcher video game series. Um, they're kind of known for creating or s- taking older sort of established, like, uh, I guess you can say, like, f- franchises, sort of speak, and then t- building out of it, right? So they're, they're not ones to create new universes. They're ones to expand kind of on established universes, first and foremost. Um their one of their biggest games in anticipation has been Cyberpunk 2077. First trailer showed up back in 2013 in E3, and then we didn't hear about it for a while, you know. And then 2016, 2017, we finally got the first official trailer, and after that, it's been all aboard the Cyberpunk, uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk hype train, especially for those um, who did play like the Witcher series and they kind of know their work. And, um, and, and you know, so it's like, hey, well, they do good things. Let's go. And then it just seemed to be one thing after the other. Uh, CD Projekt Red actually surpassed Ubisoft. They are the number one and biggest uh, gaming publisher out of Europe. And so it was just a lot of things were going in their in their sort of... Uh, <laughs> a lot of things were going their way. Um, after the Witcher Netflix series, the Witcher 3 sold like an insane number of copies because everyone wanted to go brazing the game. What was and what was showcased in every single review was that they received the PC version of the game first, and they said we don't have the console version, so we are reviewing the game strictly based on PC. Because of that, they got all the good graphics, 
Uh, they got all the good, the, the new technology, the ray tracing, the HDR, all that good stuff. And while they all said, yeah, there were bugs, it wasn't enough for them to say, like, this is a game-breaking experience, but there is for sure bugs. I, it makes me think of Skyrim. Skyrim is famous for its bugs, but overall, it doesn't ruin the experience. But it's like, you should know, your, your guy might fly a couple times, you know, <laughs> if you press the, <laughs> if you hit the wrong rock <laughs> Or something weird like that, right? Um, so, then, not very long after, people started receiving their console versions. And all hell broke loose. As of now, the game is running so poorly and so trash on PS4, base PS4, and base Xbox One um, that it pushed CD Projekt Red to make an apology letter. That apology letter also said that you can get refunds. That's the first phase. Now we're in the second phase. I would, I would like to say this has gone kind of like uh, like MCU. You, <laughs> you got phase one, phase two, phase three. And in uh, real talk, I'm, I'm summarizing a lot because there's honestly so much to this story that it can take up a whole GameCast episode. Is that much to talk about? So I'm trying to jump around. Um, but now, the then other issue became people then said, well, bet... Okay, I'm trying to get my refund because the game is broken, which it is on certain consoles. So they go to try to get their refund, and then whoop, they ran into an issue. And it's like, well, CD Projekt Red, so I can get a, I can get a refund. And Sony's like, we're not CD Projekt Red. So then it became a, <laughs> a dialogue between Sony and CD Projekt Red. Then they came to the agreement, pull the game off entirely. Sony then pulls the game off, right? And now CD Projekt Red is kind of like, well, you, you didn't pull off... No Man's Sky, you, you didn't pull off Fallout 76, right? So I don't know how much... I can't say that they made an agreement. It seems like they just came to terms of the situation that was going on. Um, but it seems like, from what I loosely understand, it was Sony that pushed to push, pull it off the off the site entirely. So now people, at this current time, cannot download <laughs> the title if they wanted to on PlayStation. Um then fast forward, and then all of a sudden the investors came in, and now it turns out CD Projekt Red might have been lying about things so that this way they can still secure their investors' money to make sure that the launch goes smoothly. Uh, and it, and because of that, now there are some class action lawsuits going on. Uh, it's a whole lot of mess. And, and I'm going to kind of just leave it at that because at that point, I think there are more videos that really break down the the... the to day-to-day news updates on this and overall we are a headlining uh headlining sort of a uh podcast so what where where are we at now and i would say the only thing now is the game is broken on base consoles the game still could use more polish however on next-gen consoles as well as pc however the game is still you can play the game without it just ending however now this is starting to go into personal history I, I do have the game. I do really like the game a lot. However, my PS5 crashes, I would say, if I'm playing a game and I play it for three hours, my PS5 is guaranteed to crash at least twice. Granted, just like any RPG, it auto-saves like a motherfucker. So, I mean, it's not like I really lose anything. It's just more like the, oh, this is annoying, right? But because it's PS5, it's like it loads you right back into that mofo just so it could crash in an hour. <laughs> so, so the benefit of uh, Next Gen is that, you know, the lightning SSD speeds, you know, we, we get right back in the action, but you, that could kind of make you get closer to a crash. The good thing is, though, however, again, it, the bugs that I've been experiencing have not been game-breaking. One did break the immersion, though. I was kind of mad at that. <laughs> but at the same time, it still has been a really good experience. So here we are. And I think as a group, it's a matter of what can CD Projekt Red do to fix what is one of the most interesting messes I've ever witnessed <laughs> uh, and, and since I've become a gamer. And how... How do we 180 this situation? Um, so that is our, our just open dialogue. And, uh, and <clears throat> sorry. And Jack, I'll start with you. Corona, my God. Jack, I'll start with you. <laughs> Don't back yeah, away. <laughs> Six no. feet. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Well, this is a, this is a tough one, man, because, like, you know, you and I have talked extensively about this for a while. And I was like, I and I, I felt like I was exaggerating. But seriously, I don't think I've seen a big lapse like this in gaming where this is one of the most anticipated titles. Yeah. And Sony, followed by Microsoft, go, it's off. But we already kind of talked about the nitty gritty. Let's talk about the recovery with a lowercase r. Yeah. Because I think they got like a long hill battle climb. First off, and this is my personal opinion, no offense to CD Projekt Red. I need the neon updates with the black to stop. When I go on Twitter, they hit my eyes, and I'm like, "Bruh, like just come out with a do it. Do what everybody does when they apologize on Twitter. Open up notes on your iPhone or your Android. Type out whatever you need to type out. Do a twit longer, whatever you need to do. There's no more that yellow, personally. For me. That yellow is look. I like the okay. 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 Hold on, real quick. I will say okay. this. Okay. I don't. I never really liked yellow before. But Cyberpunk has had me looking at yellow a little different. But even I admit that yellow is a little extreme. You just know what's about. You already know it's good. Before you even start reading, you know it's Cyberpunk if you see that yellow. I swear they've made their own yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. yeah. I see Tiger. What's up, Tiger? <laughs> Out. So, so basically, um, you know, the thing that really gets me is like, just kind of looking at that, but also on a serious note, I think the second thing to do is just honesty with um, the customers. Like, yeah, and it goes from the top up. I really like I, I tell people, don't yell at the dev team that work really hard on this. Don't yell at the social media intern or um, the social media rep. Don't yell at customer service. It's not their yeah. fault. They're trying. I feel so bad for the customer service like team because they're going to be working through the holidays on this until this gets fixed. My biggest thing is honesty, like yeah. somebody in that company definitely spoke up and said this ain't ready for prime time we're basically making a meal that needs to cook for another hour you literally just took it out the wrapper from the freezer put some sauce on it and said eat that's what they did and everyone got sick and they were like why is everyone sick some people got sick that guy didn't get sick but that guy got sick all right don't get it that's number that's number two. Number three, I think that was a good analogy. I, I literally think thanks, man. I, I've been listen, I had two weeks to cook in the kitchen with this. It's like I, I literally told people it's the equivalent of just a bad meal where it's yeah. like, you know, you go to a restaurant, and it's like, well, that person's fries were good, so everyone's fries are good. But you don't check the other fries. It's like you gotta check every batch. And like I think my biggest thing is it starts with the communication. And, you know, I think CD Projekt, right? Like, everyone's memeing about it and everyone's laughing about it. But I think the recovery starts with honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, they're already doing the good steps. They came up with the refund policy. They're eating their crow and they're coming back together. So that's number two. I think the last one you really got to do is think about just your overall policies going forward and having a communication top down. I think really the recovery has to start internal and it mm-hmm. needs to be from the devs to the representatives. Like, Listen to people when they say, listen, this needs more polish. Like, even if you think it's something small, because this could have been avoided. Yeah. And I think, you know, lastly, my real big point is to the customers. I mean, there will be people who will buy this game regardless and support it. And, you know, I told people, I look, I watch your stream, Miles. I watch a couple other people stream. It's a very ambitious and beautiful looking game. I don't think it's the worst game ever. I think some people are getting a little carried away. Yes, it's bad, but it's like, this is not Superman 64. Yeah, yeah. On PlayStation 5, this is not, you know, ET or whatever. Insert random game here. It's a good game, but I think it really just needs authenticity. Mm -hmm. Be honest, own up to it, move forward, and have your communication going stronger. Makes sense. What do you think, Howard? I didn't really follow too much of, uh, I guess, everything that's going on with uh, Cyberpunk. You've been busy, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. But uh, I do know that... um, the game itself, like after I, I spoke to you guys, I spoke to some other people. They say even though it has all these issues, the game is still it's a gem. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, I feel like they were bullied into releasing it. I really feel like they wanted to take their time, but you know, as gamers do, <laughs> <laughs> I want toxic. it now. <laughs> Give it to me now. I want it now, man. But it's not ready yet. I want it now. So, yeah, so like, then, like, I believe, Miles, you posted like a meme or whatever. Like, you know. I'll just start, I'll start in the pot. I'll just, <laughs> I just like start in the pot that morning. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you made a great point. Like, listen, they said it wasn't going to be ready. And then 
no one even heeded their warning. Just like, okay, that's fine. Give it to me. And then now, now it's here. And lo and behold, has all these issues, all these bugs. It's just like, listen, guys, we got to do better as a community. We have to do better. Because, like, CD Projekt Red, they're a great developer. And they want you to have the best possible content, the best possible game they can give you. But if you're telling them, listen, listen, guys, it's been like five years. Where's my game? Where is it? It's not ready yet. I want to hear none of that. I want my game right now. <laughs> Did you get your game and it's, for lack of a better word, it's, it's very shitty. Mm-hmm. And now you're mad. Mm-hmm. Do better. Just, I mean, I'm gonna get it on Christmas. Hopefully, maybe I'll be upset. Maybe I won't. But I'm still gonna respect see their project rep for what they've done and for what they're doing. That's what it comes down to. Respect the developers because, like you guys said, they work very hard. And if their project is not finished, it's not their fault. They have to give it to you. That was your choice. That, that was your choice. It's not there. I feel like if you have a passion project and if you, if you really feel it's not ready, you're not going to be like, listen, guys, have it. No, the consumer's like, listen, we want this now because it's pretty, it's brand new, and we know what's coming. We want it sooner rather than later, so just give it to us. You, you can't. Be mad if you don't if you don't get a finished project when you're just clamoring and begging for something that's not finished, especially if they tell you it's not finished. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it, it, see it was a tough line, right? Because I think we talked about this a few episodes back. You kind of have you have the marketing calendar, mm. you have the and then you have like a release window, right? And it's when the two are in line, perfection. Okay, that's typically what happens with a game. Maybe not so much lately, um, but you know, typically that's what happens with a the game. They can start their marketing push because the game is at this certain level. It will be done here and it can be released here, and then you know, so we're all we're all good and fine and dandy. Um, at the end of it, as much as I love CD Projekt Red, at the end of it, they could have very well said in their first couple delays. And said, hey, we're going to release this game next year. It will not be a Christmas release. And as much as it pains me to say this, though, but they wanted the holiday push. Um, Because they had to pay, they had to pay the, there's so many people involved when you have a game this big. With any game this big. Games are huge now. Goddamn GTA, what, costs hundreds of million dollars to develop. Um, so when you have a game title that big, you start having investors that come in and they want things to be at a certain level at a certain time. So it's a little tough though, but at the, at the same time though, they knew they could get the holiday money in if they released in December. What I think should have happened, what I definitely think should have happened. And I'll kind of say what I think they should do from here. What I think should have happened is they should have released this game on PC and next gen first. They would have definitely gotten some, they would have got some heat, but as long as they had did that and continued the transparent communication that they were doing so well with and, and just said, hey, y'all, this is what's happening. We'll release these three titles and in development, we re- recognize that, yes, it is taking longer to, to uh, I don't know, to polish out many of the bugs that we're running into for the base consoles. However, we want to make sure you have the best, most optimal experience on the base console, so you can enjoy it just as much as as are the newest uh, uh, newest console releases, and I I think it, it's kind of one of those. I think Jack, we talked about this. It kind of would have been a lose lose anyway. Like they were going to receive heat regardless, but at least it wouldn't be a national headlining heat. The heat they would have just got is that you know the people who weren't able to acquire next gen consoles would have been mad, and in this case, that's a lot more than maybe what even Sony thought it would be because they weren't expecting this scalpel bot fiasco mofo mess. Um, So people would have been mad, but I think at least the game would have been out on the, on the, the, on the best console or the console that they put the most attention on. And now that they're out, you have a specific number of people who are ironing out maybe some of those PC next gen bugs since they're not 
since it's not like game breaking that's like simple fixes um and then you have like a core team that now they're on their crunch time i even bring up crunch time but again there's so much more evidence to this story um they could be on their crunch time to make sure the game works flawlessly on on base consoles so two things here uh one one people who are just basically making fun of people who can't get next gen consoles like it's just because you broke and couldn't afford the next don't do that don't be an asshole don't do that because for a lot of people it's not even about money for a lot of people they just missed the initial couple windows no one anticipated that everyone their moms are going to be looking up youtube bot tutorials to then be able to get like to be able to scalpel systems on the whim there's already been they said scalpels already made a million plus dollars on on selling next-gen consoles they have not and no one could have anticipated that um so throw that out the window um i mean then you get next-gen danos collecting all of them and scalping them up yeah prices too so it's like if you're that type of person then i if that's your win for the day enjoy that small w you got but don't be that guy don't be that guy don't and for and you you know that was actually a really good analogy about being sick. <laughs> yeah, some people got sick, some didn't. Right? I I had a really good discussion in uh, in the band uh, Facebook group, and I remember and because he what he, he said that oh this blame CD Project Red for creating unrealistic expectations, and I I just had to check him. I could not let that one go. I tried to let things go. I couldn't let that one go, and I was like creating unrealistic expectations. I was like, first of all, the game was shown in a trailer way back in 2013. We did not hear anything for close to five years, right? And so during that time, gamers created the expectations of what it was supposed to be released as. I was like, don't do that. And also, don't fault a developer for being ambitious. Why would you say don't... Like, wh why would you halt a, a developer's imagination? If they want to create something because they think they could do it with our current technology, so go for it. And, and I was like, and I'll, because I am enjoying the game on PS5. I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. Um, it is an RPG. And, but I think it's, it's a really good game. If you're into those type of games, you will have a great time. Um, but uh, I was like, I'm not going to fault the developer to do that uh, and to halt their imaginative process because of that that's not the case. And he was like, I, listen, <laughs> he clapped me back. <laughs> that didn't sound right, but he, he clapped back. Uh, he said, listen. <laughs> he was like, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I I'm actually really glad that you are having a great time with the game. The problem is, for most people, that's not the situation because of what's going on. Hit me with that reality. Okay. True. Yeah, and completely right. And the fact is, yes, this game was... While I know the developers to really primarily be pc based they start with pc then go down um at the same time they should have known as developers you witcher one and two were on pc complete niche right witcher three enter consoles once you did that and once you've expanded far beyond one sort of market at that point you now have to cater to the whole pie so um what i think should be done the, the thing is i mean they can't just give... I, I, I thought about maybe they can give Witcher 3 the complete edition. However, it's already on Game Pass. So I think for Sony, for PlayStation users, I, I guarantee they're going to see some form of The Witcher as a as a free downloadable title, as an apology. Um, the game doesn't really have DLC. Uh, that's not how CD Projekt Red does things. They don't do microtransactions, but they do large DLC additional storylines. And I mean, these DLCs are huge they're really games on their own um i, I was gonna say like miles morales but i don't want to <laughs> i'm not trying to throw shade i'm just saying it's a it's a it's such a large dlc that is borderline a new game no shade that, that really wasn't shade <laughs> um so what i'm thinking if they create additional large package uh story add-ons in the future then make those free there, there's at this point don't even put a price on them uh, if there's a price, they need to be severely discounted. But I think if you've shown proof that you've bought the game initially, um, then you should be able to just show your show your invoice number or whatever and plug it in. Hey, enjoy that free download. There's So for a lot of people who don't know CD Projekt Red, I'm telling you there's something coming down the line. There's something coming down the line, but they've already said there will be one more update. That was the 1.05 that came out last week. And then there's going to be one major update in January, another major update in February. So it's going to take some time. 
they've been on crunch time for a long for a while now so i mean their people literally need to go home to their families uh but they're back in it as soon as they're back from winter recess and then we can we can get things popping and we can move forward and then then starts i think the recovery period of cd project red but like i said this there's so much to this there's so many little things to this um that we honestly could be here uh, all day um but uh we we'd have other stories to come so moving things over did y'all hear about the eight-year-old that joined the esports team did not know so so an eight-year-old joined an esports team and it's causing a little bit of controversy so first the team itself said well he's on our team because he's incredible <laughs> uh i believe if i'm not mistaken it is overwatch um and he is one of the uh, the youngest on the sort of Overwatch circuit. Um, now, Overwatch in particular is not new to young gamers. Um, however, there are some law, some limit. I can't even call them laws. Basically, you're a not you're not allowed to compete at the highest stage for earnings unless you hit a certain age. But what I don't remember if it was sixteen or eighteen. Um, However, what happens, a lot of Overwatch teams still bring in younger kids to just be on the team. Almost kind of like, like think of like a basketball team. Like it's like a bench. Like they're, they're kind of there. They practice with the team. They help support yeah. the team. Stuff like that. So, um, but here's, here's where things are getting tricky. So supposedly this kid is in a, a very gray area. Um, theoretically, I don't know if that's the right word. Well, I should say technically there aren't any labor laws for esports kind of so they're in this super gray area of saying well like technically he's not working he's playing but there's money involved from him playing uh he received a get this $33,000 sign-in bonus and the team hooked him up with a $5,000 gaming PC. This kid is no joke. I, I, I really am sort of mad that I'm forgetting the name, but I'll definitely see if I could find, if not footage of him uh, playing, I'll definitely get at least a picture so we get a visual of what he looks like. Um, but, I mean, look, hey, look, I, it's, I think it's impressive because it, it thought of, made me think of a couple things. One, first, kudos to anyone who's talented at, you know, uh, you know who's that talented that they can compete at a pro level right kudos to anyone i don't care what you're doing i don't care Shout out to, uh, joseph dean eight years old joseph dean yes yes shout out to joseph dean i mean the mere fact that he's able to compete at that level is just a showcase of his talent right but at, but at the same time um i think it's pretty impressive because from an esports standpoint we can actually see these stories versus traditional sports right because you're not going to see eight-year-olds playing for the toronto raptors right um so but in esports it could happen so i so although they're in this gray area of what's considered work and play because it's gaming and because there's money involved uh, i mean it's a loophole and i don't know what the laws are going to look like in the future but it's just cool I, I actually hope there's more stories like this my biggest fear though however is that one of the reasons, and I, I take tennis for example. Uh, do you, you guys heard of Coco Golf? You know Coco Golf yeah. is okay. So My Coco Golf, it's okay. It's all right, Howard. I'm a little mad at you, but it's fine. Uh, Coco Golf is a 15 year old who went pretty decently far in Wimbledon last year. Uh, she made headlining all over the place. Black teenager. Um, she had later on, we found out that actually she has trained with Serena. I mean, this, this, this girl kills it. Oh, um, her, I do know about Yes. That. Thank you. I was a little upset for a second, but it's fine. You reclaimed it. <laughs> Coco golf. So for those who, who don't know how tennis works, Coke, there's a junior tour for anyone who's under 18 and there's a pro tour. If you're 18 plus, as soon as you hit 18, can't play on the junior tour. Right. And vice versa, a junior can play on the pro tour, but they're limited on the amount of matches they can compete in. And that's to protect their sanity. It's to protect their their. Uh, I mean, there's so many things at play there, right? You can you can literally break someone down mentally and physically if they're competing at a pro level, you know, for the whole year, and they they have they barely hit puberty, right? Um, so, I mean, just imagine going through puberty, and yet you have a million people watching you, and they're watching your you know your results. 
teens get depressed and stuff because a boy didn't call him back. Imagine you, <laughs> you're in the semifinals of Wimbledon and you got everyone, you got a, a, a $3 million check on the line and you know, and you look like the, <laughs> that really can damage a kid. So to bring him back, my okay, dad's an adult. They damage an adult, right? Let alone an, an adult could somewhat handle it, right? You're talking about a right. kid who's like, I just came into existence a few years ago. So um, for, for uh, you know, Mr. Dean, I, I, I don't mind him competing. I think it's a really cool story. But at the rate that esports are growing, there needs to be some sort of limitations on how much he compete and, and, and what the schedule looks like. Because those pro athletes, I mean, pro esports athletes, they're practicing five, six, seven hours a day. Justin Dean should not be doing that. Right, so we, there needs to be just little like limiters and things like that. But otherwise, I'm all for it. I want to see some six year old just like kicking ass at COD and just like taking in trophies. <laughs> um, so I'm all for that. I, I, but as long as there's some degree of laws and protection, you know, I, I, some limitations. Yeah. I, I think it could. I think it could all uh, work out. And, I also think just like protections too, personally. Yes. In addition to that, because. Uh, you know, not to be on a little bit of dark side, but there's some weirdos out there, you know, and I'm always very, very concerned about, especially children in the, you know, not to bring up a certain community that has some controversy over the summer, but that was one of the issues that came up and I was really pissed off about it because, you know, it, it's scummy, but there are scumbags out there and I worry yeah. about that as well as people trying to take advantage yeah. of him. Like some adults trying to get sponsors to be like the next child star and they're using his money or taking his profits. You never know. So definitely like, some consent laws, some laws with parents, you know, parental guardians, whomever, um, and just child safety in general. Uh, perfect, perfect point. Uh, I think the good thing is that I think it's one of the reasons why they put them on the team, right? So it's like the the team has their own manager, the team has their legal team, right? The team. So luckily, if there's anyone pushing for him to like enter a contract or something like that, the team can say like, ah, throw that out, <laughs> you know, or like. Ah, these details ah, this doesn't work um but you know and i think part of it too is like you you gotta think of the parents i, I in this type of instance we gotta treat the kid like an athlete we gotta just throw away gaming and treat it like an athlete right if your eight-year-old is really that skillful right that changes how the parents think that change you know the, the even the parents can get um what's the term just kind of aggressive in in terms of they wanting their kid to to be the best and you know that that it's just a spiral <laughs> that you know you may never recover from because you know some kids are like yeah my like i i know a couple i know a tennis player myself who literally her dad is was intense i'm not going to use names <laughs> just in case she watches this um but you know <laughs> that <laughs> no nah, i'm not uh but you know you just don't know right that type of pressure that can really break someone early so um while i'm for it limitations and i think and i and it has to be a team like i don't think to me it should not they should not be allowed to compete from an individual level that's just too much but i think it should be a team and a team someone has their contract and and could re like just overview and review anything kind of coming in based off the kid because that's headlining easily headlining. it's already headlining so <laughs> easily headlining for more in the future um, and then just my final topic of the day, and then we'll, we'll just open it up. Uh, we got we got to talk about that one thing, Jack, that I know uh, outside of Cyberpunk, I know we, we both were like waiting on to talk about. But, you know, our, your your platform, this is your platform, not my platform, mm-hmm. your platform mm-hmm. <laughs> out there uh, banning. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so for those that don't know, Twitch is, okay, first, correct me if I'm wrong. Have they already banned it, or are they trying to ban the use of the word simp? So, there's an update, but I won't go too much, because I'll let you do your title first, and then I'll get into it. Okay. So, kind of an update is, at first, people were like, oh, if I say simp, like, jokingly, I'm going to get banned. Twitch just came out and clarified and said, while the word won't get you banned, if you're using it in a threatening manner, like you're calling mm-hmm. someone a lifeless simp, and you're yelling at them in caps, it could be reviewed for getting banned um, against TOS. Okay, real quick. Do we agree with it or not? Jack, you start. Uh, Howard, you start. I don't even know what to think, man. <laughs> yeah, me neither, to be honest. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean... Well, well, think of it this way. Put put yourself in it. Put yourself, if you're watching um, a content creator and it's a live show, right? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe even just 
as a joke. Look, we're we're all from the East Coast. We can be kind of brash, okay? Um, you know, we're we're joking sure. in a sense, but we can be kind of brash. Mm-hmm. And you you just like, oh, you a straight simp, yo, or, or I don't know, whatever. And then and then all of a sudden you got a, a good old email, <laughs> you know, <laughs> from your platform of choice, and they're just like, hey, you're gonna be suspended. Would you feel a type of way, or would you be like, oh, well, I probably could have just said something else. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I kind of, that's yes, me. Sir. That's, that's. Yes, sir. Get I think, that. yeah, no, I think we all there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think the word, I, okay, okay. I'm not going to say the word is the equivalent, mm-hmm. like, to Karen, because Karen, but, but like, at the same time, it kind of is. It's kind of like, there's a, there's a core group of people who are trying yeah. to flip Karen to make it, like, a Dakota. What the f- <laughs> derogatory, derogatory term? There you go, my fault. Thanks, team. Thanks, team. <laughs> derogatory term. <laughs> uh, the same way, I'm sure a lot of people who are used to being who are used to being called simp uh, are probably the ones who are pushing that. Like this, this is offensive. I'm like, well, well. But at the same time, if you're watching a Twitch streamer, and you know dang well you're watching her, you're giving her donations. Uh, you know, anyone could say this. Let me not just say, you know, watching a girl share anyone, right? So if you're watching anyone on Twitch, um, and you want their attention and you're craving their attention, so you're giving them money, you know, you're, you're subbing, you're commenting, you're, you're commenting so much, you're spamming the chat, all just to stand out, right? That, uh, uh, guess, guess what? Listen. I have a hot take, but I'm a, I'm gonna wait for Howard to finish his segment, and then I'm all in for it. I mean, I'm not like oh, oh, well, thank you, Jad, but honestly, like <laughs> there are definitely worse things to say. Um, <laughs> that word, which will not be said, is honestly, it's not it's not a terrible thing to be. It's not. It really isn't. Like, just you have admiration or appreciation for obsession. Sorry, continue. affection. No, it's all good. Um, it's affection for you know a female obsession. I'm sorry, obsession for a female. <laughs> and if she or looks male. good, or male, any yes, human being. So to have a obsession <laughs> for a human being is it's not unheard of. It's not something that you should be ashamed for yeah. unless you do some shameful things. Yeah. And that term, it just has a term now, like, get over yourself. It's not that bad. There are worse things to be called, trust me. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay. <laughs> Thank you. Jack, what, what are you going to say? <laughs> Alright, so when this, when this stuff went down, I sat there as a Twitch streamer and I was like, wow, um, for a lot of reasons. One, it was not just SIP, it was also incel inversion. Uh, we're banned as well, so it was those three words. Yeah. Um, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. rewind, pause, flag on the play. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, rewind. So, so what are the three words now? Simp. What was the middle one? Simp. Incel. Incel. What is that? So incel is like it's usually when a lot of women or female identified people will use it towards men when they're acting like very super masculine or mm-hmm. like trying to put out an idea that's very radical or anti or has an ism in it. So okay. they call them like an incel because they're like incelious ideas and stuff. They're hmm. rebellious in a negative way. Okay. And virgin, which, you know, speaks for itself. And it's right. like, here's the thing. I get what Twitch is trying to do. Now, here's my hot take about simp. I think the word is stupid. Do I think it's bannable? No, it's just dumb as hell. It's one of those words where I'm not offended by it, but I just, it's overused. It's like a song you hear yeah. on the radio. It's like that damn song. Like, all right, simp this, simp that. You tell a woman nice day, <laughs> simp. Tell somebody all the hair look nice, simp. Tell someone all they got nice time, simp. I'm like... My name is clearly Jack, but you know, it's just it's dumb shit like that, where it's like the words get overused that much, where I go, all right, internet, I have my fun, but it, it's starting to get a little used. But, like, I'm in community, shout out to the fire squad, we use that word in a joking term, and as long as we're not reckless with each other, we don't get offended, so it's like, things like that. Now, here's my other story, and we were talking about this earlier, Miles, Twitch also banned a certain word, the N-word was banned universally, but here's the thing. They were like, the ER version of it is banned. So I sat there as a black Twitch streamer going, come out for a second. I am not new to the internet. 
What about the one with the A or the two E's or the super oh. R or backwards? <laughs> super R. What are we doing here? And it's like, also, Twitch, do I need to put out like an ID? Do you need to scan my face so I can? Not that I would say that word, of course, because my community is very diverse. So I don't want to encourage that because I'm going to get a little reckless. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I'm playing Kingdom Hearts or, you know, the next God of War and I'm dealing with a hard boss and it slips out by accident because I'm like, oh, well, that was a tough fight. So I have to get a TOS and be like, well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Identity here. So they got a lot to answer. But my overall opinion is, God, it's just when I saw this, I was like, there are so many things like I'm seeing women get harassed and. Yeah mean misogynistic comments i'm seeing people in the lgbt community get homophobic comments i'm seeing people of color and black people get racist comments sip incel aversion sorry power sip incel aversion are not that serious and it's like i don't i, I want to give twitch's credit because i know people are mean i think their heart is in the right place but i really wish they kind of like had a hierarchy of things to worry about yeah. Maybe put that towards the bottom and was like, it's not bannable, but it is discouraged. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I was having a time in life. <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> First of all, okay. I, okay, what took me out is I wasn't aware that they said, oh, we're banning ER and not AH. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't aware of that. So, um, yeah, that's... Uh... I was my time on and I was like, whoo. Okay, here's that for Gamecast. You know what? You know what? The, I don't even. I really don't know what to think. I think in one way it's kind of. Is this their way of being an ally to the BLM? <laughs> like, hey, hey, they don't typically use ER. They use AH or L or A, <laughs> however you want to spell it. <laughs> There's different inflections, basically. Um, so it's like, hey, uh, you know, let. It's okay because our our predominantly black streamers tend to slip the word out when. You know, as to Jack's point, when facing, you know, the boss at the end of uh, Mario Odyssey. You know, sometimes Bowser hits you with that one and it just is like, <laughs> damn. Um, you know, or, or you, you're doing a little dranky drink on stream. And next thing you think, all of a sudden you forget <laughs> the space you're in. And you know, you're like, oh, I'm just home. No, 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 no. Um, so, I, 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 I guess as a, as a, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's such a, it's such a. It's such a gray area. This isn't even gray. This is like, this is like light gray. It's just such a rough, uh, word. Because in one way, it's kind of like, okay, so hey, this is a maybe, an, a a win, for, for, black streamers. It's just weird because I'm like, what are they gonna do? Like my cynical view today, I was like, are they gonna come up with like a black like tab that you can use to say black streamer but like you know jake paul or somebody like that is gonna use it that's what i like what happens. That's what i was gonna say i was gonna say that next i was like i was like listen because theoretically while it may be a a win for you know uh like uh, uh, someone else could just be like i use the ah and then you know and then when they're yeah. They literally put in the email and put the AH in like parentheses or something like that. And then Twitch is just like, ah. look, at the end of it, 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 while it is a word that is, you know, predominantly used in, you know, POC, especially, you know, blacks, um, no it's still, man. it's still a derogatory term. And because of that, I, me no, personally, no. you might as well just put it in the box of all the other derogatory terms. And just say, hey, it's a curse word. At the end of the day, if you can't go into... if Okay, if you're in class. Okay, we're all students now, right? We're, we're back in school. Okay, well, I, well Jack's at school. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're in class, right? We're <laughs> physically in a classroom. Teacher's in front. And she raises, and, you know, we, we raise our hands. Teacher answers, you know. And she's like, yes. And if I can't just say, nah, you know, then... then Okay, then you can't use it, right? If it's a word that you can't use while in class, then you probably should just not allow it in a on a platform that can reach hundreds of thousands of people like that, right? It's probably my biggest way. Of, it's the easiest way to box it. So while as as a black streamer, it's great to be able to be like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that anyway. And, and at the same time, 
let's not even encourage other streamers to do that. I watched this, uh, I randomly watched this one Facebook streamer, and all he does is play Madden. And it's the weirdest thing. This guy, all he does is play Madden, smokes, and he has his shirt off. And it, this is the whole stream, right? And, and the reason I bring all this up, and I say all this because at some point, he's going to show up on your feeds. Because he just randomly showed up on my feed. <laughs> and I, randomly, I just jump in. But it's like some of the most entertaining content. Because all he's doing is it's just it's just the most... It, I hate to say it, It's the blackest thing I've ever seen in my life. Literally, sometimes there's just chicken in front of him. Sometimes it's just like... And it, <laughs> it's just mad and chicken and weed smoke. It's the whole stream. <laughs> it's like... And all he's doing... All he's doing is just talking, talking crap. To people online, whoever he's playing against, all he's doing is just talking shit. And there's just N-word every five words. One time, one time, just because I realized I was watching for like 20 minutes, I was like, oh my God. I was just like, I already watched it 20 minutes. Let me just give him some stars out of support. And then he used it with whatever I said. He warped what I said and somehow wrapped the N-word into it. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. Um, interesting time. Interesting time. And, you know... <laughs> But at, at the end of it, uh, you know, I, I think these rules are going to become more prominent as there are more streamers coming out in the last like year or so than ever before, right? So it it's it's smart now to let's let's start establishing the rules and guidelines um, to make sure that we are you know good for you know down the road. So, uh, but <laughs> those are all mine. <laughs> There's so many stories. I mean, of course we we haven't you know had an episode in a couple weeks so there, there's so much backlog stories too but I, I just wanted to keep it to this week um but for you guys was there anything that you guys saw or just anything you want to bring up and uh jack I'll, I'll start with you yeah definitely um you know we got an update about when scott pilgrim comes out <laughs> uh, which is really awesome it's gonna come out next year i believe on the 14th or 15th one of those days for oh. uh switch and playstation and pc and steam which is awesome. So I'm going to be playing that. Um, I'm trying to see we got co-play, so maybe Gamecast could squad up, get in on the same system and get that going. So uh, I will look into that and let y'all know. Uh, the creator did say there will be a physical version. So what I'm going to do is like I'm team physical and with digital copies, especially with a game like this, it has been delisted before. Mm-hmm. So I recommend if you got the money, buy it before it goes away. Because we said it wouldn't go away last time, and then boom, went away. Yeah, yeah. So if you get a physical version, it will never go away. Put it that way. Let you break the disc or something. So get a digital, and then also get a physical. Uh, Cya, that's one. Two, a very special game near and dear to my heart is coming out 2021 in Nintendo Switch. It is Splunky One and Two. Um, I do not do public service announcements, but I do have one. Play it. Uh, if you like games that are great, play it. It is hard as hell. You will be frustrated. It will consume your life. You may never want to play it again, but that is okay. Try to download it once and uh, jump into the madness, but I am super hyped to have Spelunky <clears throat> on the go. Um, this has been something that's been developing for years in the Spelunky community. I was like hyperventilating when it started off the Nindies, which was great. Um, so that was awesome, and it was really good news. And then lastly, um, you know, we won't go into the Game Awards because that was a lot, but it was a really good event. Yep. Uh, the yeah. last of us two clean house as well as among us and some other games yeah Uh, i know there was some discussion about game of the year so i'll leave that to the internet to fight uh but yeah you know it it, it, it's gonna happen as soon as the award happened we watched it was like well we won yeah we won no let it go it is the election is not rigged continue (laughs) but um you know that was pretty cool and one thing that did happen (laughs) was sephiroth got announced and revealed and is out today but if you did sephiroth challenge you got him early uh, we streamed the co-stream this mm-hmm. past weekend, which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great character, cheap as hell, but great. And, um, you know, overall, it's just been really good gaming. I think this is a really good, like, way to kind of close out the year for gaming with so many updates and titles. I think 2021 is stacked, so I'm looking forward to a solid year for gaming. I I agree. I think, uh, I think we will f- certainly see a V-shaped kind of recovery um, from... From, at least from a from a gaming standpoint, um, coming into next year, to me personally, I think that the cyberpunk fiasco will have mellowed out by February. Um, I, well, already like it's not dominating the headlines like it was all of last week, but um, it's still new stuff. So, but I think that's when we're gonna actually see it kind of work actually recover. Um, and I know that Jack, I, I know you asked me to play Spelunky, and I. 
I gave him an ultimatum. I said, when you play Celeste, I'll play Splunky. But he also, Jack did say that, you know, Celeste is on his horizon. And one, I would, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, I will play, certainly play Splunky. Probably, probably on my PlayStation. I don't know if I'll play it on Switch, but probably on the PlayStation. Um, and, but, you know, I, I am in a backlog. And unfortunately, Cyberpunk is a, <laughs> similar to Skyrim, it's one of those games where, it, like 170 hours plus content it's one of those things where you you go off to be empath so i don't think i'll ever really fully right. finish that game because i never really i've beat the main story in skyrim but there's so much ridiculous amount that you can do that it, it just takes forever so mm-hmm. that's so I, I think at some point i'm probably gonna pause cyberpunk and probably jump into something i don't know like uh, what other stuff in my backlog <laughs> spider-man miles morales is officially here in disc yes. Um, so I'm excited hey. to play that. Excited to play that. Uh, that's definitely. I'll probably play that on Christmas because um, that's when Ready. I'm allowed to open it. <laughs> so I can't wait to play that. And uh, yeah, but I I agree. I think you know, missed. I gotta give credit to the industry because this actually this is I think the maybe the last one we're gonna Gamecast we're gonna release before the new year. But I gotta I gotta give some serious credit to the industry that this has been so muddy and rocky waters. And I think for for most developers. Um, they found a way to manage it. They found a way to rock with the water and, and, and still release their games. I mean, of course, many games got delayed. Look, I think, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Halo Infinite was supposed to be a release title, the Series X. Oh my gosh, yeah. And now, oh, that's a whole nother topic on its own because now supposedly 343 is having development issues and people, suppose there's a lot of disagreements and we know what happens when there's disagreements within the developing process, unfortunately. It's not coming um, out. It's I, just not coming out. And that's okay. It's going to come out, but it's going to come out probably November. Um, it's going to come out I for the holiday want, season. I don't want to buy that. Should I do? Because it's going to be on Game Pass. I don't got to pay for it. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, but nah. And I kind of want that game to come out just because I know like Microsoft's doing well with Game Pass. Which is great because I know a lot of people were memeing it when it first came out, but it's actually one of the best services. Mm-hmm. But for them not to have a first party title that long with a new console launch, the pandemic is kind of putting that band aid. But if Sony pulled this crap, mm, wouldn't be fun. And the difference thing is too is that Sony, Sony also had to deal with the pandemic, yet they were able to still release multiple first party you know software in the year. And I think, so let's let's give credit where credit is due. Sony did that. Right and so Microsoft, I I think that's look. I like Microsoft. I give them a lot of praise, but let's let's. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna protect them just because I like them. Right. I think they could have done better with how they rock. You know, first part. And but also the issue is they just don't have as many prevalent big IPs as Sony does now. At least now, right? So, um, I mean, we know at least for Microsoft, we know that there's a new Forza. That's not everyone's cup of tea. I personally like Horizon, but it's not something that like I'll stand in line for. You know, but it's I, I'm excited to play Horizon Five whenever that comes out. Uh, I am excited to play the next Forza though because my company is in the game, and we typically don't give our license to too many video hey. games. So I'm pretty, I'm kind of hyped to play that. But you know what does come out this year or next year? Goddamn Flight Simulator. So I was, I was pretty excited to see that. Um, it's it's oh, yeah. coming out. It's coming out for the Series X. Sorry, I just got a little excited there. Um, it's coming out for the Series X and for the One X. I mean, it can be. I, I don't even. I literally don't know how it's even gonna be played on the base Xbox. I really, I really hope for Flight Simulator that this is the first real exclusive. Like they literally say it. You like this? We highly recommend. Or at least say highly, highly recommend it because this is what's gonna happen if you don't play it on this or like somehow make it forced to be played on a series x because that game almost killed my computer and i have a decent computer my computer is much stronger than an xbox one and my computer was struggling with that game all the 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 petabytes the two the two petabytes of map information that's in flight simulator have my system like yo these numbers are crazy so uh hopefully (laughs) i'm that is honestly real talk um there's some I, there's some big games coming out next year but that is actually like my number one on my radar and um and then from there and i've got a war and you know you got zero dawn and um and our, our, our new what's it called horizon zero, is zero no what's the new one horizon forbidden west forbidden west forbidden west, forbidden west. Forbidden west. Forbidden west. Forbidden. so we have forbidden west and so yeah that stuff i'm, I'm excited for but 
Gotta throw mm-hmm. up No More Heroes 3. Which, no More Heroes um, 3. My last thing, by the way, before I forgot. Yeah. I've been playing No More Heroes 1 and 2. I finished No More Heroes 1. Amazing game. That bad girl fight took me legit six hours of my real life. <laughs> um, it wasn't the Valkyrie Queen, but it felt like a mini version of it. Uh, I finally beat her with one HP. It was one of those moments Jeez. where, like, I had a gamer moment. Yeah, it was <laughs> intense. Like, I didn't record it because I would have been, like, on the edge of my seat. But it's a really good game. <laughs> I highly recommend it. I-, I think it's really funny for people that like hack and slashers. Starting No More Heroes 2 today is really well done, and the, this third looks great. So, recommended for y'all if y'all looking for a good game to play with the holidays. Yeah, hey, I'm, 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 I haven't, I've played the first one, never, never played the second one, but, and I played it on Wii. Like, it was one of my, uh, my OG Wii titles. Um, but I'm also excited. I'm just excited that that series is continuing. Um, and, and honestly, like, that's, that's why I said, like, I played the first couple hours of Cyberpunk on stream, and after that, I was like, this is my game. I'm not, I'm not playing it. Some games, it's just, it's just, just want to be by yourself. Like, it, it'll be cool to really get the reaction, but some games are best to do, it's just, hey, you put your headphones in or whatever you, and you're just, you're just doing your thing, you know? Um, but, uh, but, you know, it is exciting times to see what, what's for the future, and, you know, and, and how, how we bounce back as an industry, and, you know, what, like, E3. What are we going to actually be able to have E3 next year? You know, are we going to be better from a from a pandemic standpoint by the time 2021 E3 is out? Right? Are we going to be dealing with more virtual uh, virtual conventions? You know, throughout the year, right? And when when is it when is it kind of shift? And I so I think that's kind of where all the eyes are on um, for next year, at least for our industry. You know, we're just one little element of this ordeal, <laughs> but. Um, uh, I'm still uh, hyped to see, you know, what what lies ahead. So, um, but that's that's all I had too. Uh, unless Howard, do you have any uh, anything you saw? Only thing um, that I've been, I guess, following was um, next year is going to be the Zelda 35th anniversary. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And if um, if they do anything like they did for Mario, we're gonna see a lot of stuff. Mario had the sneakers. The, the three titles that released. So they just gave Mario a huge, huge celebration. And I'm um, just been whispering. So it's like, uh, Ocarina of Time going to mm-hmm. be like revamped for the Switch. Whispering. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I want that. Maybe I don't want that. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Have y'all been following the Unreal Engine remakes of... someone? So someone who's been using Unreal Engine, they've been recreating yeah. Ocarina of yeah. Time. And like uh-huh. every like six months or so, they provide it. They like give an update video, and it's coming together like really, really. It's cool to watch. I, I feel like I've been watching it for two years now. Um, and every time there's an update, it's never something I'm looking for. It's just one of the things that YouTube's like, "Hey, remember this?" And I'm just like, "Oh, thanks, Tube." And then, um, and I click it, and then I and, you know I get like, "Oh, that's cool. They they have this now. Oh, they now have sounds. Oh, they now have like, you know, they did the whole map now." So. I, I mean, I'll be for I it. Really I, I mean, I, I, I don't really. It's like one of those. I'm not really sure. I mean, I would love to if done properly, be great. But I'm not really sure how you can like you know just if they touch it the wrong way. Sorry, that came out wrong. If they do something, <laughs> no. sorry, the, the game is such a classic. Like it should not be tampered with. Um, yeah. if they do it right, which I feel like they really could. It could really be something spectacular, but I don't know. That, but that was, it, that's what they're going to do. That, like, that's the only one they would do. If they were to recreate, if they were going to recreate outside of Wind Waker, if they're going to recreate right. a Legend of Zelda game, it's going that to be, be Ocarina of Time. Right, right. That would definitely be the one, but I just, I don't know. Maybe in any event, we should be getting um, the sequel to Breath of the Wild next year anyway. Maybe around the time for um, the 35th anniversary. Should that that be lit? But, Give um, us that Switch Pro. I want that Switch Pro. I would, like release. To, I would like to see to put Twilight Princess on Switch as well. I think that would be really cool. They're gonna, a lot of yeah. people like that game. They're going to port it, though, because we already have an HD version of it. I mean, it's not a recreation like Wind Waker, but for sure... Oh, oh, for sure. We're the one thing that is guaranteed to happen during this thirty fifth is we're definitely going to get everything that Wind Waker on Wii U has no reason why it has not been brought to the Switch yet. Literally, absolutely no reason. The Wii U has no base, right? Um, the and what I imagine they're gonna do is just combine that one, the Wind Waker, uh, Wind Waker, 
the Twilight HD and then something else into probably the collection, but I don't know. We'll sleep. There's now Skyward Sword. We don't need that ever again. We we don't need Skyward Sword. They can't. I they can with the Joy Cons, but they can't because of They should not. Is yeah, I I don't see them doing that. Maybe if know. they gave us like Ocarina of Time, like um the the revamp version and gave us the two additional games like Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. For maybe like a heftier price tag because you're getting a brand new game, I'd pay it. You know, I, I would definitely pay it if you get three games like they did for um, for Mario. Mm-hmm. With those, for Mario was three titles that were already released. And they're gonna give you like a whole new Ocarina, and then give you two others as like a gift. Yeah, for maybe like sixty nine ninety nine. That that'd be fine by me. That'd be fine by me. It's a nice price. It, it is. I, I I would gladly play. I pay that. That's fine. But we'll see. I don't know. We shall well, see. Next year is uh, because of Zelda's thirty fifth. That, that's your year, Howard. So, um, you know, it is. yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's that's your year. Uh, Howard, Howard, you and I are gonna have big years, man. You got Zelda and Sonic turns thirty. So, oh, that's true. We'll be swagged out. That's true. I already listen. I, I started early actually <laughs> since I'm in a room this time. But Bob, for those listening to the audio podcast, holding up that Sonic Funko Pop that thirtieth. Yeah, Mike Blair's getting there a bit. Started that, that bad boy early. Get it. <laughs> hey, yo. I got to buy a tunic. I'm going to get a tunic and just, you know. I, I'm going to go all out, man. Okay. Here, here's my only request. Here's my only request. Don't first, don't feel bad for me. Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, here's my request. Is that you have to get a Link suit, a Link outfit, and you have to take a picture for Instagram. If you don't sure. do it, if you don't do it, I'm going to be upset at you. Like five, like years. On the day, on the day of the 35th anniversary, that needs to be your picture. I will push that. I don't know how. I don't know. I'm gonna push that so far out. I'm just, I'm showing it to Reddit. I'm showing it here. Showing it like make this go viral. Uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. I'm gonna get Gina the dress up as Navi. It's gonna be a whole event. It's gonna be a whole ass event. You have no idea. The oh my god! Wait, Miles. I'll let you finish. No, no, you're good. I love this over. I was going to say <laughs> one quick thing if I can. I totally just remember this. So Nintendo basically, there was like some information where somebody got information on the Switch prototype, how it's supposed to have like Street Pass and like a Miiverse 2. All this information came out on Twitter last night. And it was just basically, yeah, like the prototype was going to have all of this stuff in it for the Switch that was planned and got cut. It was going to have like a pedometer oh. and like it was kind of going to be like the 3ds um and have like some broadcasts and stuff but the reason why this made me laugh is because there was this guy who kind of hacked this 3ds and was bragging about it three years ago and he was really big on twitter and i forgot what his alias was but mm-hmm. basically there's been this meme of nintendo ninjas people from nintendo hired that would act like ninjas you wouldn't see them come in but they would knock on your door and confront you if you did some illegal stuff <laughs> Well, that happened to that person. Um, they had like information on them and all these details and stuff. So they had a polite conversation with him, and like there was just details of leaks that he was contacted and received the cease and desist from Nintendo to his home. So I was jokingly saying, "Oh my God, Nintendo ninjas are real." So we were laughing about this in Discord, and the Discords I'm in for hours yesterday. But not alarming people, but the myth of Nintendo ninjas was legit real. And the details of it was like scary, but I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's oh yeah, no, that's a, a good way to end things off um, because that's that's thought provoking. Um, look, let's let, let's be. <laughs> I the fact that it is a Japanese based company and they actually have ninjas <laughs> is is some is a thing on its own. One. Um, <laughs> Most of you know, others have FBI agents, but it's like, nah, we're just straight. They're, they're housed internal. Maybe that's what the Nintendo Treehouse houses, you know. It's, um, yeah, uh, look, I I don't even know what to say to that. I really don't. I, it's like, you want to, you want to, <laughs> okay, we talk about Nintendo and how aggressive they are, Nintendo Japan, when it comes to just the cease and desist, the copyright stuff. I, I mean, when it evolves from 
email communication to an actual knock on your door, that that's pretty intense. Uh, you know, uh, was okay. What do we know if the guy was the, the guy was in America? Do we know? Yeah, I think. Well, I, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was either in, the, in America or UK. I will finalize okay. that and get that out. But you know, he was basically, and he was in the wrong. Like I'm not defending this. Yeah, dude of, at course, all. of course. Definitely doing like some like he was kind of bragging about it too, putting pictures up, and yeah. they were able to trace it. So it got to a point. And when Nintendo leaks this stuff out, whether it comes out or people find it, like the dude with the Sword and Shield leaks when he leaked the entire Pokedex, they went after that guy. He was like in court and all that and like had all these legal things against him. So if you do that, like it's enter at your own risk. Mm-hmm. But they had like information. It's a 26-year-old dude, just all the stuff. They kind of blurred out his name and everything. But yeah, it was it was a little alarming. Well. Nintendo... <laughs> I'll, here, here's I'm gonna leave off. Be careful in uh, if you go visit the Nintendo theme park. You know, just don't do any wrong because there may be ninjas on standby. On that note, uh, we will see you guys later. We uh, we will see you guys next Friday again. Thanks for all the support. And uh, yeah, have I hope we hope because by the time this comes out, it will be uh, it will be on Saturday. So it would be the I'm pushing it to Saturday, so day after Christmas. So for those who are celebrating Christmas. Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas uh, for those who are celebrating any other holiday. Happy holidays. Enjoy this time with your family. Please be safe. Limit traveling as much as you possibly can. Um, and just to, for those who can't see their family, look, you're, you're not alone. Um, but there's other ways that you can communicate. Don't even feel bad. You know, it's okay. This year is year's rocky. It's shaky. Um, but sure things will is. go back to normal. So, all right, y'all. <laughs> see you next time. Peace. Peace.